Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the fields of psychology and mental health. With your host, Gabe Howard, and featuring Vincent M. Wales. Welcome, everyone, to this week's The Psych Central Show. We have a great guest for you, along with Vincent M. Wales, as always. Vin, say hi. Hi. Hey, don't you like how I've gotten bossy now? I just tell you what to do. Can I take back that hi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But we have Jacob Moore from nostigmas.org. It's a nonprofit. It's, it's really cool, and I'm not going to do it justice trying to describe it when we have the founder and the executive director, right, Jacob? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, thanks so much, Gabe and Vin, for having me on here. Uh, it's a pleasure. I've listened to you guys quite a bit, actually. That's great. <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes. That's what we tell people. So yeah, so No Stigma is uh, essentially a, empowers a global mental health community. Uh, and we do that through education, support, and action, uh, empowering people to action. Uh, it's created for peers, by peers. Uh, so essentially, it's mental health our way. Awesome. Jacob, before we go deep into that, tell us a little about you. I mean, Gabe knows you, but I don't know you very well at all, and our listeners might not know you at all. So uh, my name is Jacob Moore, and uh, I grew up in Michigan and really, you know, kind of had a rough start from the very beginning. You know, my birth father was an alcoholic and um, lived with um, depression and mental health issues himself. And um, when I was six years old, he died by suicide. So, you know, as you can imagine, I, I had a lot of questions, a lot of anger and uh, a lot of anxiety surrounding that. Would think so, yeah. It's it's not surprising, of course. It, it, Vin and I have found that many people that are in this movement either know somebody with mental illness or or suffer from mental illness themselves, or of course both. I mean, that's how Vin and I both got involved. There's there's not a lot of people around here that don't have that personal story. So thank you for sharing yours. It 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 lets us know you're you're one of us, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, for sure. And and you know that really set off a chain reaction in, in my life. And, and whether it was um, genetics or circumstances, um, you know, chicken or egg, it's always hard to tell with mental health issues. But, you know, I grew up with debilitating anxiety, with panic attacks, um, with some paranoia, and uh, eventually developed clinical depression to the point in high school where I, I just gave up and I stopped wanting to live. Well, we're, we're glad that you are still here with us. I, I have suffered, I still suffer from uh, many panic attacks. So uh, obviously I, I, I know what you're going through and they're, they're not fun. They're, they're very scary, in fact, and, and you don't look forward to them, obviously. Now, but it, you've reached recovery. I, I know that's a weird word in, in, in our circles. It's recovery. It's not a cure. It's just what we call, you spend more time living your life than managing uh, mental illness, in your case, anxiety, depression, et cetera. Would, would you say that you have reached recovery? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it, that's kind of a hard word because I spent the, the early years certainly hiding, wearing a mask and trying to pretend like I didn't have these issues, not talking about it. And um, it, it really wasn't until, you know, high school when I was at my very lowest, um, when I literally just had lost the will to live 
that I began down that road to recovery, but it still, you know, it took me a decade really to find any any sustainability in my mental health. And it's of course an ongoing process. <laughs> you know, we're not sure. not done with it by any means. Well, I think what's really interesting is you and I met, uh, I first became aware of you from the WeGo Health Activist Awards from 2015. So it's it's interesting to me you're you know, you and I are kind of alike in this way that we used to hide it, we used to wear a mask, and then the next thing you know, we're we're sort of out there front and center, you know, yelling from the rooftops that not only we have mental health issues, but, but we're advocating for others. So it's it's a great story to to see, and I'm I'm glad that you, uh, you know, I'm I'm glad to have met you. You know, WeGo did a really cool thing that year by picking a a mental health winner, and I, and it was it was awesome to discover you. And you beat Gabe in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vin, I didn't want to say that, but, um, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's uh, um, for people that aren't aware of, of, of WeGo, we'll give them a little plug here. Uh, they're, they're all health activism. It's not just mental health activism, which is somewhat weird. You know, a lot of times it's, you know, there's mental health awards, there's physical health awards, and for some reason they don't cross over. So I'll give a, a happy shout out to WeGo for crossing them over. So in the finalist category were activists, you know, for other illnesses, you know, cancer, leukemia, diabetes, obesity. So it, it is true that, that, that no stigmas and Jacob uh, did beat me, but you and I were the only two mental health people in the finals for that particular category. And, um, and somebody with mental illness won, you know, mental health won. So uh, I'm glad it was you if it couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think that just highlights the need for awareness for mental health and the strength of our community. You know, the people who have lived with mental illness, who have lost people to suicide, who are really asking for people to stand up and share their stories. I, I think that that's a testament to that. I, I completely agree. So let's talk about, the, one of the questions that everybody wants to know is, you know, you've come a long way. You, you're, you're now on a podcast, it, you're, you're, you own your own, non, or not own, but you run your own nonprofit. You're, you're very vocal about it. But in order to get to this point, you had to start with that first time, the first time you spoke publicly about living with mental illness. Can you kind of walk us through that a little bit? People are, there's a lot of people that want to do what you do, but they're afraid. Sure, yeah, and and you know it was a very long process, you know, because again, I, like I lived with paranoia, and I was kind of afraid. I was fearful uh, uh, that I was some sort of human experiment, and um, that that the doctors were doing tests on me. And then when I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, then the doctors really were doing doing experiments on me. They were saying, here's a prescription. Let's try this and see if this works. And I went through that process with numerous doctors and with 32 different prescriptions over the years, combinations of different pharmaceuticals, everything for from anti-anxiety to de, you know, antidepressants, uh, bipolar, you name it, they gave it to me. And it wasn't until I started taking ownership of my own mental health and saying, you know, this is my brain, this is my journey, that I realized, no, wait a minute, I get to be in charge of these experiments. I get to say who I work with. I get to say which drugs I want to try and what I can take. And I get to try changing my diet, try vitamin supplements. I get to try 
exercise and peer support. And these are the things that for me made that difference. And when I realized that most people out there don't have those options, aren't aware that they have that ability to take ownership of their own mental health, I really felt an obligation to speak out and to share that knowledge with people. And, and that's really how it all started. Well, that's fantastic. So the, the very first time you did it, the very first time that you spoke to a room filled with people that did not know your story and told it, moments before you, I'm going to pretend that it's a stage, it could be a, a podium, it could be in front of a, a church group or an organization, but the, the, the five minutes before you walked out and did it, what were you feeling and what were you thinking? I had a gigantic panic attack. And every conceivable disease that I had ever thought that I could possibly die from, I had in that 10 minutes before going out on stage. And I suddenly had cancer. I suddenly had, I was having a heart attack. Uh, I couldn't breathe. I was having anaphylactic shock. You name it. Like I, I rapid cycled through every anxiety that I've ever dealt with. But when I got out on stage and I saw those eager faces, people who were just, just waiting to hear a message, just looking for some shred of hope. I knew that I was doing the right thing and I knew that it was so important for me to share. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. No stigmas. Having looked over your website, you've got quite a number of programs there. Do you have any, uh, any particular favorites? Yeah, actually, our new Ally program is just being launched. It's it's an educational program that we're um, focusing on campuses, 18 to 25-year-olds. But uh, it's going to exist as an online course on our website for, um, for anyone to participate in. And actually, by the time um, this podcast goes live, it'll, it'll be on our website. So um, I'm really excited because it... Uh, takes people through our core values and the No Stigmas way, which uh, essentially teaches the basics of peer support, of self-care, and advocacy. And in following this method, people learn you know, what I've been talking about, how to advocate uh, and be an ally to themselves, and to, to talk to a doctor, to speak up for themselves, how to engage in peer support in a healthy way that's not codependent, that's not asking someone to fix you or to carry you, um, but as an ally of a meeting of equals. And then as people are able to be an advocate for the cause, and whether that's sharing their story, sharing their art, sharing their music, um, social media activation, or doing something out in the real world, like a No Stigmas meetup or a 5K, however that looks to them, uh, it it teaches them the basics of doing that. So let's talk about the No Stigmas 5K. Uh, I saw this on your website. I, I found it to be very interesting. Go ahead and explain it. We actually allow our community members all over the world to participate in a virtual 5K. And, Does that um, mean they don't really have to run? <laughs> <laughs> in some cases, yeah. Uh, and and that's, you know, we, we really try to empower people in, in ways that work for them. So yeah, so if, if it's within your ability to get out there and you know walk or run you know, with a group or solo, then do it, that's great. That community is, is fantastic. But for some people, especially those who live with social anxiety, you know, getting out there is not an option. So you know, how can you participate at home? 
Can you bike? Can you walk? Uh, we had one community member last year who was really having a tough time, and she was so excited for the 5K. She was excited to come out and, and join us in Chicago and participate and uh, come down to the day, and she just couldn't do it. So she actually had a movie marathon at home, and she just spent the day practicing self-care, and that's how she participated in her 5K. So, you know, choose your own adventure. That's fantastic. And you can get a medal for this. It's not, on one hand, somebody might think, oh, it's, it's virtual. It's not real. You're not really doing it. But, but it's, it's very real. You should check it out on the website. And, and tell us about the medal. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have for, for people who either donate or fundraise to, you know, to offset those costs or to help, you know, support the cause, we um, send them a jersey and a medal. And we even have bibs that we made up as well. So yeah, you know, um, some people really get into it and other people, you know, just want to participate, you know, through social media and, um, yeah, and that's okay. It's, it's really, really whatever speaks to them. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. So the, the big question that we're going to have to ask is one, how can you find no stigmas? You know, obviously people are going to want to know about it. How can you get involved? Let's talk about that for a moment. People can can get involved in in a number of ways, and and again, we we really try to adhere to that choose your own adventure mentality, because mental health is fluid, and you know everyone goes at their journey on their own pace in their own way, and uh, so because of that, we like to allow people to connect as and how they're able to, whether you just visit our website and read through our knowledge articles. If you, you know, visit um, the No Stigmas Project and you read other people's stories and, you know, listen, you know, to their their uh, recordings, their podcasts, their videos, or if you want to get more actively involved and be a an ally leader on your own campus or in your own community, um, there's really, you know, the whole um, gambit of ways where where people can get involved with No Stigmas. So, and, you know, however that is, whether it's passively or actively, um, we're here to support. And, um, and we do that through both an online peer group and uh, in-person uh, No Stigmas meetups in individual communities. And this all starts out on no stigma, www.nostigmas.org, correct? Nostigmas.org or at No Stigmas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on each of those uh, platforms, there's a thriving community. And, um, you know, each one looks a little bit different because uh, it looks like the individuals who, who make it up. Thank you. That's awesome. Excellent. So go check it out, everyone. It's, it's really, really easy to find. It's, uh, it's everywhere. You do a really great job with social media. It's, it's one of the things that I envy because social media is huge. And it's also where younger people are hanging out. And, and by younger people now, it's, it's, you know, under 35 these days. I mean, Facebook is, <laughs> is, is huge. But there's a lot of people that they're not hanging out on websites. They're hanging out on Facebook. And you've got a spot for them. And I really like the analogy of choose your own adventure because you're right. Recovery looks different for everyone. Uh, I, I don't want every single, I have bipolar disorder. I, I don't want to look out across and see that every single person with bipolar disorder is living exactly like Gabe. That would just make the world so incredibly boring uh, if we were all the same. And of course, our message is that we're all not the same. We may share a diagnosis, but after that, it's it's all open. The world is open. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, we have over 50,000 people in our community right now, and each one is different. Each one is unique, and everyone's at a different place in their journey. So knowing that, you know, there's no one-size-fits-all for mental health. And, um, you know, that's why we've tried to create a community that says, hey, if, you know, if your approach is doctors and, and pharmaceuticals and, you know, going to therapy every week, absolutely go and do it. And if your approach is more holistic and focused on peer support and, you know, and, and more like spiritual ways of approaching mental health, absolutely fantastic. Great. What works for you? Go and do it. What I really like to hear is that you are working on removing uh, the barriers caused by stigma from our own community, from the outside community, from everywhere. And it, it's really, as you put it, you know, sort of a live and let live mentality. If it's working for you, keep going. If it's not, here are some tools, some recovery ideas. Here are some things that you can use to choose your own journey. Absolutely. And, you know, we take that philosophy even one step further in our collaborations and our partnerships. We're very open. You know, a, a lot of organizations like to say, these are our constituents and you can't have them. And and we say, no, this is everyone's community. This is everyone's mental health. And how can we work together? Because what what might work for someone doesn't work for someone else. And if the No Stigmas community and our way isn't a good fit for you, go find it, go find it with another community. I don't care as long as you get help. And if we can be a conduit to care, and if we can connect people that way, then we've done our job. That's a wonderful attitude, Jacob. Thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. That's why I have my uh, my Gabe Howard um, bipolar <laughs> shirt on today in uh, as a show of solidarity. That is awesome. Did I mention that we have mugs now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Jacob, very much for agreeing to come on the show. Nostigmas.org is where you're going to want to go to get connected with everything that No Stigmas has to offer. And that is fantastic. Vin, do you have any last words? Am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just thanks for being here, Jacob. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We're super excited. Uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and that's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So Wonderful. looking forward to uh, continuing to participate with you guys. Great. Excellent. Thanks so much. If you have an iTunes account, please subscribe to us or leave us a review. We would love you for it. Other than that, my name is Gabe Howard. We were with Jacob Moore from nostigmas.org. And, of course, with me, as always, is Vincent M. Wales. And that's a wrap. We'll see you next week. PsychCentral.com is the Internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. PsychCentral is overseen by Dr. John Grohall, a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is a professional speaker, award-winning writer, and mental health advocate. You can find more information on Gabe and his work at GabeHoward.com. Vincent M. Wales is an award-winning speculative fiction novelist and suicide prevention crisis counselor. You can find more information on Vincent at vincentmwales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. 
Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away, and then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. One in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.